Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I wanted to talk about the UFC because as great as they've been doing in these past couple of years, there also have been negatives. I feel like more than ever, we have fighters complaining about UFC pay, being vocal about how unfair the contracts are. And it's not just any UFC fighters talking about this, it's the biggest names in the promotion. And when you hear talks like this, you'd really think that the UFC isn't a lot of trouble. And this is a prime opportunity for another MMA promotion to come in and take over. But the thing is, despite all the issues that the UFC is going through right now, I still don't think it's enough for another MMA promotion to capitalize on and then potentially become the number one MMA promotion in the world. Personally, in my lifetime at least, I don't see any other MMA promotion taking over the UFC. And there's a lot of them right now. And the two that are the biggest, in my opinion, would be Bellator and PFL. 1FC is also huge, but their market is more so in Asia than in North America. And then we have Eagle FC, the MMA promotion that was started by former UFC lightweight champion Habib Nurmagomedov. And this is an MMA promotion that I did a few videos on because I was interested in seeing what Habib and Eagle FC could do. For example, I like how involved Habib is, whether it's at the press conferences or the pre-fight talks with other fighters. I also like the promo videos that they make for their events. It's like they film a mini movie with these fighters. And things like that are what make Eagle FC stand out to me. But still, I don't think it's enough to even compete with the UFC. Now let's go to PFL. I would say they're right behind the UFC and Bellator right now. And they've gained quite a bit of traction in the few years that they've been around. They have a few big names on their roster already, and their pay structure is very different, but very enticing. And I could understand why a lot of fighters would go there just for that. And that's great because they're tackling an issue that the UFC can't currently handle. Because imagine by winning these PFL tournaments, a fighter receives $1 million. And then when you have a fighter like Kayla Harrison, who is dominating everyone, it would make sense for her and other fighters to continue in the PFL. And that's why other fighters from other MMA promotions are coming to the PFL now as well. But as exponential as their growth has been, it still is not going to be enough to overtake the UFC. Now, what about Bellator? For years, Bellator has been that number two to the UFC. And I got to give credit to them. They have improved immensely over the years. This is a promotion that was proud to put on fights like Kimbo Slice vs. Dada 5000. The promotion really went in on the circus fighting that Pride FC was famous for. But the problem was that it was no longer the mid-2000s. And with how serious MMA was now, Bellator was no longer able to get away with circus fights. So Scott Coker and the promotion decided, okay, we're going to have to not only put on really high-end fights, but we're also going to have to build stars from the ground up. And that's what they've done over these past few years. Bellator is now putting out a product that can be taken more seriously compared to before. And that's why they've been able to maybe not overtake the UFC, but stay behind them in a relatively close proximity. Not the closest, but closer than other MMA promotions. But yes, even though Bellator is making all these improvements, the UFC is still going to be greater. Because at this point, they've become the NBA. They've become the NFL. 
NFL. They've become MLB. They are the primary promotion when it comes to MMA. There are people who refer to MMA as UFC. So what is it that the UFC has done to solidify their spot at the top? And basically what they've done is develop a reputation as a promotion where all the best fighters go to. You can have competitive fights in Bellator. You can have competitive fights in the PFL, competitive fights in Eagle FC. But in the end of the day, those fighters aren't the best fighters. And you can't blame them because they're not going up against the best competition. Because all these promotions outside of the UFC have high caliber talent. But aside from those few outliers, everyone else is not at the same level. Now, I'm not saying that everyone else in the UFC is at the same level, but if a fighter does begin to fight with the UFC, then they're automatically in the big leagues. And if a fighter is a top 15 fighter in their division, there's a good chance that if they fought elsewhere, they'd be very successful. And we've seen this with many fighters who've left the UFC and found more success afterwards because the competition was simply not at the same level. You have fighters who who were not so good in the UFC become champions in other MMA promotions. And yes, you also have the opposite where you have fighters leaving the UFC and then begin to lose in another MMA promotion. But usually that happens when a fighter is no longer in their prime. They're no longer able to hang with the competition in the UFC. And the only way to go at that point is down. Look, even Michael Chandler was talking about this recently. He wasn't confident in calling himself the best in the world back in his Bellator days because deep down he felt like that wasn't true because as good as he was doing in Bellator he knew he wasn't going up against the best in the world he'd have to go to the UFC in order to do that and that's what he did and now he has that confidence in him to say I am one of the best in the world because he's going up against the very best fighters at 155 and that's the truth if you compare the 155 pound division to the 155 pound division in Bellator it's night and day like I said said, you're going to have the few outliers who can compete with UFC caliber fighters and possibly even become a UFC champion if they join the promotion. But if you look at the rest of the list, all due respect, it's against fighters with no name value. Michael Venom Page has been criticized about this for years. As skilled and entertaining as he is, he's been doing it against fighters that many people would consider as cans. Now, I don't like to call fighters cans because in the end of the day, they're doing something that me and many other people wouldn't dare to do. But calling them fighters with low name value and not the very best competition is fair in my opinion, especially when you have a promotion like the UFC who has fighters that aren't even ranked but are still huge threats. And that's why the UFC is able to get away with all the issues that they're experiencing right now. Yes, we're going to have many fighters complain about how the UFC pays and how the UFC writes up their contracts. But in the end of the day, you're going to have a bunch of other talent who wants to come to the UFC just to fight in the big leagues. Because the truth is, the goal of many MMA fighters is to fight in the UFC one day, because that's where the best is at. So even if a fighter is getting paid 12000 to show and 12000 to win, it's still enticing for them to take that and fight in the UFC because there's so much to capitalize on. The UFC is such a huge platform at this 
point. And what they do the best out of all these MMA promotions is promote their fighters. And of course, they can do that due to how much money they make. And even though they haven't purchased every MMA promotion out there, it basically feels like the UFC has monopolized the game. Because unless we have a huge influx of the best fighters in the world all of a sudden going to other MMA promotions, the UFC is never going to be overtaken. Because what the UFC does that these other MMA promotions don't and can't is put on fights between the very best fighters. And that alone is what excites many to tune in. And due to the platform that they currently have, it's easier for them to build up stars or for fighters to build themselves up compared to other MMA promotions. And one other thing I want to point out is how the MMA media basically revolves around the UFC. Yes, they cover all these other MMA promotions, but the culture is primarily invested in what the UFC is doing. And that's what's going to be hard for these MMA promotions to compete with. But what do you think? Is there an MMA promotion that can overtake the UFC? Or do you think the UFC will always remain at the top? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one.